when I wake It's those eyes I can't take, seem so fake Just wanted to find my place But I can't seem to escape from this terrible fate Close my eyes, imagine finding the perfect face The perfect life, the perfect fit to everything from within But I just sleep, I just can't win Maybe I'm too lazy, maybe I'm too much of a one of a kind But that's a big maybe, it's a big possibility There's a reason I won't let them get close to me I start thinking it's cause she's not enough like me Or a belief in the fact that something that I don't see Something underlying that she's been hiding from me why is it I wear my own heart up on my sleeve? It's like an invitation for her to come over and feed A sense of self-worth and personal freedom that I bleed I should just turn around, take my heart on and leave I think my girlfriend's a ghost Now I see how it is, she talks to him Cause it's either sink or swim And I'm motivated enough to win What you need a cigarette, bitch, get it from him Best to leave me alone cause I'm about to sin Worst part about it is he's one of my friends But I won't talk shit up on strong till the end But it ain't the same for you, I gotta give you a hand When you think that no one's looking, it's the craftiest plan Sitting on my lap and caressing my hand Just the other night said you already have a man Now he's in the past, that same love didn't last Something about the fact that he drinks too much Jack what? Then I turn around to look Locate my sack, gonna pack us a bowl so you can smoke and pass it back. Turn back to find I'm conversating with myself, staring at an empty seat. Now it's your presence I lack. I think my girlfriend's a ghost. I think my girlfriend's a ghost because no matter where I go, she keeps haunting my path and interrupting my flow. A realization of the pattern is the first step forward. I need to close my eyes, clear my mind, and let her go. I think my girlfriend's a ghost because no matter where I go, she keeps my past and interrupting my flow A realization of the pattern is the first step forward I need to close my eyes, clear my mind and let her go Greetings, lady and gentlemen <laughs> This is The Plex We do this every Sunday night Starting at 8pm on the Pacific. This is the Councilman. You can find me on the Twitter at T-H-E underscore Councilman. And we're going to introduce the panel going around to my right. Hi, everyone. This is the Breadboard Baker. Uh, you can find me at Twitter and Breadboard Baker. And Instagram and Facebook is the Breadboard Bakery. Um, just uh, bringing music to the street. And uh, to my right, who are you, sir? I'm producer Dave. You can find me on Grinder, You can also find me on the contact page of our website, echoplexmedia.com. Just click the little contact us thing at the top. I've seen Dave on Grindr. Uh, this is The Good Wife. You can find me at Eplex Good Wife on the Twit box. I search for unpunched Nazis. Dave, it's time to give the people what they want. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and Everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late, I kept hitting snooze It's just one of those days You know what they say It is what it is Ignorance is bliss When it rains it pours Couldn't ask for more 
What goes around comes around all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great! everybody so we don't have any local stories this week but i do want to make sure that everybody goes and checks out down ballot down ballots our local show we do local bay area and maybe some california outside of the bay area news and we do it plex style oh yeah it's more focused on public policy and uh politics and all the derpiness that happens at the at the local level because all derp at the end of the day is local so please check it out, um, especially episode nine, which was just posted, I believe, over the weekend. Thank you very much, producer like, Dave. Like yesterday, I think. Like yesterday and stuff. So check out uh, my Twitters, the Echoplex Media feed. Go to echoplexmedia.com and uh, check out blogs. And or, I'm sorry, check out pods and go to Down Ballot. You will enjoy it. More importantly, go to your favorite podcatcher that you already use, like iTunes or like Stitcher or like Google Podcasts, and just tell it Down Ballot one word, and it's the only thing that shows up. Nice. And then you subscribe. And, you know, if you subscribe, it'll just show up in your phone like magic. And then you can listen to it stuff. You can show it to your friends. Totally. You should definitely show it to your friends. Share the link. We post the links to the shows all the times. So check it out. Down Ballot on Echoplex Media. And then what? we have the resurrection of Encyclopedia Podcastica. Oh, yes, finally. It's an episode about Tide Pods that was recorded... I don't know. Eight months nine, ago? Maybe? Eight months ago, nine months ago. Well, we've put that up. It's quite good. And uh, expect new episodes soon. Uh, Teacher Allison will be uh, joining that show next time, I do believe. And it's going to be fantastic. And when they release their episode, they had a good amount of downloads the first day. So that's quite good. It's exciting. Maybe she can bring some of her students on the show at some point. I don't think that anybody should bring anybody's students here unless they're like grad students and they're here for me. Uh, true. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. So we're going to get right to it here. Uh, you know what's really funny? You know who's on the docket? Who's on the docket? Jeff Black. No way. Uh, yeah, Jeff, it's a little bit long. The clip's about two minutes, but here's Jeff Black speaking to City Hall in the city of Portland. I'd like to connect the dots here. We had an officer in this day where we talk about the words transparency and accountability. He stated a racist comment in a morning briefing with fellow sergeants and with the Portland accountability, we citizens apparently are not privileged enough to know exactly what officer Greg Lewis said. Uh, as Bob noted, as Dan noted, uh, there's context here that is missing for the people and you're asking us to support you 
and we really don't know what this guy said. Secondly, this was three days after the murder of uh, Qantas Moose Hayes by Officer Andrew Hurst. So these things are connected. When the sergeants are racist, then they're passing on marching orders to the cops, and the cops know that they can talk the way the sergeants talk. They can act that way. They can persecute people of color in a different way. And Joanne, I watched you uh, when you were campaigning, and you talked about the fact that the, that people of color get ticketed for spitting on the sidewalk when people that are not of color don't, right? We know there's an implicit bias here in the city and in the, in the Portland police from everything from spitting to running with a handgun somewhere in the dark. So what we need to do is, is understand that the orders are passed from the top down. This is not acceptable. It's not acceptable that Mark Kruger is still on the force. It's not acceptable that you're asking us to give money to, to Sergeant Greg Lewis. If the city needs, needs to take a hit because they can't manage their police and keep the racists out, then take the hit and fight the legal case. But don't give our money away while you are supporting the very racism that got Patrick Kimmons killed, that got Moose Hayes killed and that got uh, just this year Andre Gladen killed and the Portland State Police killed Jason Washington so it's going around this is contagious let's stop it thank you that was very dark and serious for our podcast but Jeff Black like went in front of the city hall and said that so I just like I just want to thank you Jeff like like I don't want to go speak in front of the fucking city council and tell them what the fuck I really think is wrong with what's going on. That seems like a. That seems like putting. It seems like putting my name in the newspaper, right? Well, it depends on what city. I mean, in Campbell, and no one really. Oh no, 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 the no, city no. council. So. It's not the city council <laughs> in Portland. In Portland, though, yes. I mean, it's a very engaged city, shall we say? Did I just say engaged city? Engaged city. Um, but I think uh, anyone out there who's been in community activism knows what engaged means <laughs> it can be pretty intense uh, so bravo to jack for taking speaking truth to power that, that sounds jeff. like a, jeff sorry was, uh, jack you could make that mistake because it's jeff black exactly for jeff black longtime listener um and supporter of the show taking truth to power in portland so now we have the opposite of of that you know the guy from duck dynasty phil robertson Oh, yeah. We covered him last week. What's he done now? Did I put the same story on? Is this a healthcare? Is it the same story? He's still in his book tour. Afraid so. Afraid so. Well, we're going to skip this story then. This is a live radio, everybody. I think you guys did that during Local Love. Leave it in. We did that during Local Love? That's right. We did that during Local Love. Okay. Well, um, during the the aftermath on Local Love. That's right. We were were doing live clips that night. Okay. Yeah, that was during Red Light. So we already covered this on Red Light during Local Love, but we're going to cover it again. So I don't know, listen to it. You say, uh, my view is simple. No government program, whether healthcare, Social Security, whatever, can save you. It may put food in your belly at great expense. It may get you in the hospital at even greater expense. It may provide for you in the dog days of your life. But only one thing will, and that's Jesus. We have been given, uh, contrary to what Kamala Harris said, she says, elect me and everything's free. Look, everybody can be, have their own health care. The government's going to finance the whole thing. It's not going to cost but $30 trillion. I'm offering you the greatest deal you ever had. Elect me and everything will be free. But she's saying that other people who have been getting away with financial <laughs> murder will pay for it, the rich. 
he's about to get into it here, but yeah, I, I love Kamala Harris. Like, every, it's not just there's so many Democratic candidates and people pushing for Medicare for all and for universal health care and universal access at the very least. She's Kamala Harris is like this, like the um, the establishment corporate Democrat, like sort of safe candidate that they think, you know what I'm saying? Like she's not the one pushing any kind of radical policy. Yeah, yeah. Right. She just happens to be a woman and just happens to be a person of color. And it's awfully coincidental that that's always who they happen to criticize. You know, shout out to Kamala and AOC and everyone else who's in the news because Republicans decide to troll them. Okay, so two things. One, everyone that tries to criticize AOC just looks really stupid. And then two, I have another clip of Phil Robertson. What I'm I'm saying is that, Kamala, I already have health care. It's given to me by God, eternal health care. I'm guaranteed to be raised from the dead. I have life and immortality given to me by God through Jesus so Christ. people get sick on earth in and, human form. So and, and they you, give, you advise... The temporary reprieve is not worth it. I'm telling her, I have eternal health care, and it's free. Doctors can give you a little temporary reprieve, right. but they cannot save you from physical death. The doctors who treat you, they die too. But Jesus, you're not dismissing that we need, people need health care, right? It's just who I didn't have right. health care for 50 years and someone says, now I'm rich and famous. So I said, Miss Kay, you can buy every kind of insurance known to man if you want to. Well, but I, I never needed it for 50 years. So there you go. Listen, if Neil Cavuto is skeptical of your God shit, your God shit is way too far fucking out there. Like over there like it doesn't even matter you don't have to see where i'm pointing your god shit is way over there it's like nowhere close to here eternal health care of the spotless mind <laughs> I mean, what's going on here if, if you look at this guy you, you would crack up when he's like i need no health care i mean this guy he's how old and he looks like he's 90 he's got to be he's maybe 55 he looks 90 years old yeah and what is with the hick act oh this, no, no, no. this guy the- was from the burbs yeah, he, these, he, he doesn't he doesn't need to be growing the Methuselah beard and, uh, you know, talking with that them there folks, accent. He didn't have no health care. <laughs> Without that, he wouldn't be on Neil Cavuto. Come on now. This is like branding. Right. I, He's I, got like a social media team that is branding him a certain way. This guy. <clears throat> He's not even talking to Neil Cavuto, right? He's talking to Kamala. Kamala, right. I got I got health care from God. <laughs> Man, there's just like. There's like a bizarro world in which somebody comes on and spews their weird god shit and Neil Cavuto's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, on Fox Business, no less. This is this is like ESPN2 well, to Fox News. Yeah, is Fox I, Business. I'm guessing Neil Cavuto just didn't want to do this interview and they were forcing him to because this dude's on a book tour and he's just like, God, really? The Duck <laughs> Dynasty? Couldn't you give it to like Hannity or someone else? Anyone else? <laughs> I think even Hannity would have been like, well, I have the best health care because I'm rich and like, it's like so do you oh, yeah. tucker carlson might have gone after it. Uh, that was jordan peterson anyway yeah, i'm sorry i have to move on well i'm not sorry i didn't like that oh, man this is this is like really this is really rough at the beginning here we got candace owens mm. and oh, um, god boy turning points the united kingdom opened their new chapter and uh so there's a lot of people saying that this is quote was taken out of context but the full video is available but before this thing that i'm going to play someone said something something nationalism globalism right they they were asking about nationalism versus globalism so like totally un you know un 
unhelped by the question or the audience. This is what Candace Owens had to say. I actually don't have any problems at all with the word nationalism. I think that it gets, uh, the definition gets poisoned um, by elitists that actually want globalism. Globalism is what I, what I don't want. So when you think about whenever we say nationalism, the first thing people think about, in, at least in America, is Hitler. You know, he was a national socialist, but if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem is, is that he wanted, he had dreams outside of Germany. He wanted to globalize. He wanted everybody to be German, everybody to be speaking German, everybody to look a different way. That's not, to me, that's not nationalism. Um, so in thinking about how we could go bad down the line, I don't really... I don't really have an issue with nationalism. I really don't. I think that it's okay. It's important <laughs> to retain your, your country's identity and to make sure um, that what's happening here, which I think is incredibly worrisome in terms of the, just the, the decrease in the birth rate that we're seeing um, in the UK, is what you kind of want to avoid. So I'm not, I don't have anything problem. I have no problems with nationalism. It's globalism that I try to avoid. Oh. Candace Whoa. Owens is an unpunched Nazi. Yep. Most definitely. I could do like... You know, how I could do like a 30 minute YouTube video about like that one clip, just taking each part apart because everything she said, but then she went to the birth rate thing and uh, that's that white genocide shit. Like it wasn't that she said that like Hitler would have been fine if he didn't invade everybody. It was that like that, that birth rate that, that the white people, the, the birth rate is anytime anybody talks about that at any conservative function. They're talking about white genocide. They're talking about the white birth rate. Like that's scary. All like right, she's scary. Okay, now let's now let's talk about her use of the word globalism. Oh, that's scary too. That just means Jews. I no, mean, no, I, no. That's right. When, like, I don't when, even give a fuck. Like unless you're like at a symposium of like global economics and somebody says, "Oh, this has been globalized," they're probably talking about some industry having been globalized but if it's just like some other some banter somewhere in like the war of bad ideas and somebody says globalism it's a good chance they mean the jews right and so she's saying that hitler became a globalist when he had desires outside of the borders of germany he, he the, um, she would have been fine with him massacring the jews and the gays and the gypsies and all the other undesirable like, i'm not going to lay all that on her like i don't i I, like I'm not going to do that, but I think like what she said was fabulously stupid. And, it, and see, like this to me, like I don't think that. First of all, I think the, I'm going to back up a little bit. Candace Owens is on a grift. She's on the same fucking grift that Dave Rubin's on. She's on the same fucking grift that Jordan Peterson's on. It's the unpunched Nazi grift. She's on a grift. So this is just like she's presenting herself as this uh, uh, the smart very smart and like well thought out person who has critiques of the left. And then she just goes up on stage and says this dumb shit. Like this is like, I don't think that she's going to lead the genocide. Right. I just think that the problem is, is that somebody who's going to go on stage and say that there's people who are like, Oh, look at Candace Owen. She's smart and of the right. And it's like, well, no, she's not smart. Cause she got up on a fucking stage and said that. And that's the problem is all these people, they say dumbass things all the time. And, and everybody's like, oh, they're hell of smart. And it's like, well, no, they say dumbass things all the time. But if you say it with conviction, enough people who don't know any better will believe that it's intelligent. The start of the Gish Gallop was was she specifically mentioned that Hitler was a national socialist. And that was um, at the start of that. Um, I just wanted to 
rewind a little bit further back to that one because that's part of their big lie too that they're trying to put hitler on the left they're trying to make hitler the first globalist Uh, let's put that in brackets globalist just throw it all at the wall and see what sticks like that's and that's been you know the problem is is that uh those of us on the left have been falling for it for the most part like we've been falling for it the the throw everything at the wall and see what sticks approach seems to work because some guy went and shot up a fucking pizza place like like it's like madison star moons like videos where she does all these things yeah well that stuff's gonna stick nowadays and uh, there's someone to eat the slop off the wall for sure well we've got it all wrong candace owens is going to go on another video uh she's going to do this one live uh just for her fans like from her phone oh good so the the audios may be a little better than the turn the audio is just a little bit better than the turning points usa video because she's just doing it from her phone fuck off turning points usa uh She's going to explain herself. I was at an event in the UK and a question was asked, not about Hitler, but about the difference between... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got to stop this already. Yeah, yeah, she said a question was asked not about Hitler. And you know what I want to point out? Someone brought up Hitler and it was Candace Owens. (laughs) So she like can't like... You can't have it both ways. You can't say well, I wasn't is, asked this. I'm the one who brought it up. Yeah, there, well, there is a, there's no other way. There's only one way. Somebody brought up Hitler and it was Candace Owens. <laughs> she did that of her own free will. She's like, oh, the per- question wasn't about Hitler. And like, the, it's like a really bad way to defend yourself. I don't know. Here, we're going to start this over again. I'm sorry. I was at an event in the UK and a question was asked, not about Hitler, but about the difference between, we're talking about globalism versus nationalism. I think the person asked... How um, can we, as people that you know believe in the sovereignty of our nations, avoid being called nationalists? And I thought that the person was sort of implying um, that nationalism is a dirty word, and we see that a lot in America. That nationalism is sort of conflated with, for some reason, Hitler. Like that, the only interpretation or the only understanding of the word nationalism that people seem to have in America is they instantly think of Hitler. And I think that that's really, really wrong, and that we have to almost correct the record on that. Um, I don't, I don't view um, nationalism or or, this, or or believing in the sovereignty of your nation first. Like Trump employs an America first policy, Bolsonaro employs uh, a Brazil first policy. When the sovereignty of your nation is being threatened by outside forces, it's very important um, that we sort of stand. Um, on our own two feet and say that we are going to put our nation first. So I answered the question and said to them just that, which is that people wrongly conflate um, the word nationalism to mean that Hitler, Hitler was a national socialist, but in my interpretation or, or from, from my understanding, I would make the argument that he wasn't a nationalist. He was a homicidal, psychotic maniac um, who was bent on world domination outside of the confines of Germany and you and he wouldn't say that he was a nationalist because he wasn't about putting Germans first there were German Jews that he was putting into camps and murdering he was a mass murderer once he he didn't start with killing them he started with cutting them out of Germany he declared them as aliens even though they'd been living there for years hey He's, listen listen she was just saying a thing on a stage like she's just doing it for the money you got to understand like a Somebody, you got to pay your bills. Uh, <laughs> hashtag unpunched Nazi. Uh, hashtag unpunched Nazi. There are a few definitions of nationalism, um, spirit or aspirations common to the whole of a nation. 
Oh, that sounds like that sounds like a party. I like that one. Let's let's go with that. We're now a fucking we're now a leftist nationalism po- podcast, right? Let's go with that one. There is also devotion and loyalty to one's own country, aka patriotism. Oh, well, what's not... wrong with that? And then excessive patriotism, aka mm-hmm. chauvinism. I think oh, that one. Def- I think that one really describes like, the, the situation. I think that also describes us. We're like kind of, <clears throat> we're kind of like leftist chauvinists. The desire for national advancement or political independence, and then my personal favorite, the policy or doctrine of asserting the interests of one's own nation viewed as separate from the interests of other nations or the common interests of all nations. There's like another version of it where it's like that. Plus, you also just add on anybody who isn't like you in your own country. And that's like, that's like the version we don't like, like all of those other things, like some of, some of my like, some of my don't, but the one where it's like, oh, and to the exclusion of people that you don't think are like you, which is kind of what she's trying to describe, except she like, doesn't quite get there because the, the way she's talking about it, the frame is, is wrong. Fanaticism. Oh, there we go. Jingoism. Zealotry. There we go. This is the thesaurus. <laughs> Flag waving. Oh, the sor- narrowness. I think we should stop using the dictionary. Should we always use the thesaurus? Ethnocentricity. Yeah, yeah. Fanatical mm-hmm. patriotism. We're getting warmer. Yeah, the antonym is unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> so, lest we have to do uh, more homework, here's another uh, clip of Candace Owens explaining herself. That's what I, the argument that I was making on stage is that. This man, by no means, by under uh, could should be considered a nationalist. Everything that he did was just being a psychopathic um, murderer, hell bent on world domination. So, Trump has no interest um, in conquering uh, the world. I don't think Bolsonaro has any interest in conquering the world. And these people are employing a type of nationalism um, that is desperately needed in times like this, when you have people um, that are trying to globalize our economy, and we're seeing that. Um, America has been hurt by it and other nations have been hurt by it. And that was the way that I answered the question. It's almost, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's BuzzFeed. I shouldn't even be doing this video. It's so stupid. But obviously leftist journalists who are, are crazy are like, oh, she's saying that Hitler would have been great if, you know, if he had just focused on Germany. No, I'm saying Hitler wasn't a nationalist. And if Hitler, all, all, all only, the only thing that Hitler wanted to do was stay in his country and say, oh, we're making, you know, Germany great again. And, and he wasn't a homicidal maniac that we'd be in an entirely different position today, but he was. And there's no excuse or defense ever um, for everything that for everything that he did i mean obviously um we've learned the lesson of what happened in europe with national socialism and it's something that is will never come to america like trump said so um thank you i just wanted to clear that up because buzzfeed is crazy leftist journalists are crazy and they're trying to make it seem like i said something that is I would never say, and they're obviously extracting the question that was asked, which had absolutely nothing to do with Hitler. No, um, I stand by my statements, and that is that. So again, the question had nothing to do with Hitler, and you brought it upon yourself to say, "Hey, if he would have only done what he did in Germany, you know, maybe it would have just been nationalism." And it's like, no. No, the worst things that he did were in Germany. Sure, he invaded other countries, but the worst things that he did were like within the borders of Germany. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up, Madison. Really appreciate it with oh, your that's Facebook. The, no, we're not even. You're like you're like an hour early. Oh, I'm making a joke. Oh, oh, oh is that what you were doing? I, I was making a joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, I shouldn't have done it's that. Too, it's too early. I shouldn't undercut your. I shouldn't undercut your funniness on on my own show. We're 35 minutes too early for that joke, anyway. So I apologize. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, I I really wish this was conservative Barbie, I guess. But she is, you know, of the um, 
African-American descent, it looks like. So um, the token African Afro Barbie. I don't know. I yeah. Sure to her. I don't I don't like any of this right here. Well, the thing I think, um, you know, OK, so for anyone keeping count, that was three times she said the National Socialism thing. So I don't think I'm out of line pointing that out. Well, that uh, she, um, she's she's putting Hitler on the left, and she's saying that nationalism is okay, but not when Hitler does it. And she's saying, oh, but Hitler was a homicidal maniac. He was a nationalist, which was okay, but he was a homicidal maniac, which was bad. Well, no, it's like um, but then they on the on the flip side of that, they can't they can't remove communism from the people who have committed atrocities in the name of communism, right? So it's just another double standard. I don't want to apply that double standard. So I'm just like, whatever. I don't really like think that I don't think that we should be talking too terribly much about national socialism or communism because like what we're going to end up with as a society is going to end up somewhere between those two things. And we probably, it's probably in everyone's best in, unless it's like fully automated luxury gay space communism. I'm not in with the communism um, because I think that like it manifests itself in, in bizarre ways, but this i i don't know like it's like it's like boggling my mind that you have all these people apologizing for like the domestic policy of the fucking nazis like that's essentially she was like oh Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have had because that would for invading people is foreign policy let's uh you know we'll establish it's not domestic policy so it's just it boggles my mind like i don't nobody was ever fucking apologizing for stalin like because stalin was making peace with somebody or another while he was killing his own citizens. It's very bizarre. Well, I, I also don't think that anyone could, when compared to Stalin would, uh, at least most of us would try to push back on that. I'm sure too. Um, Hitler just gets cited a lot more. Um, but, and that's prob- primarily because of ignorance and, um, you know, poor education. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I struggle with this. I don't, I don't struggle, struggle with Hitler at all. Like, obviously, he, but here's the thing. You, let's, just call, let's just call that what it is. Genocide, right? Human atrocity, absolute horror. doesn't matter if it was nationalism or if it was communism or socialism or whatever, or democracy <laughs> or the free market and oh, capitalism. Democracy would never capitalism. do that. Capitalism's created genocide too, right? Hey, so dude, democracy can't... and capitalism would never do that to anyone. Oh, never, ever, ever. Um, <laughs> the never, Dutch ever, East ever. India Company. God, never, ever. And America would never do that to anyone either. No. The British East India Company. We were colonies ourselves. How could we be colonialists? Colonialists. But anyway. Shut up, white men. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. None, exactly. of is, none of this is it even, doesn't matter who it is it, that, that's just horrific and they're just for this and belong in the car you, you can't even bring that into the conversation because it's so weighted right you have to find other ways to talk about these issues if if you really want to have an elevated conversation and you brought it up she brought it up that's that's the thing is though, like maybe this is a red light conversation but i feel like if if you're on the left and you bring up communism or socialism it's you're met with a lot of resistance because all the money is capital, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how um, non-radical or popular what you're saying is like, cause in the, in the way that the power, the way that the power works right now is the power is money. Well, I mean, and we, so, we live like, in a capitalist free market society that happens to have some socialist programs that are available through the government, but it's not applied um, to everyone. It's not mandated to everyone. And that's why the uh, individual mandate wasn't able to sustain a Supreme Court challenge more than likely because the conservative read on that is that we're not mandating anything, you know. 
They're, these programs are available. This is why. This is why you don't mandate. Like, here's. We're, we're not. See, we're not a socialist republic. We're just well, not. this is this is why it's unconstitutional to man. The unconstitutionality of that was probably because you were forcing people to buy it. So if you just tax people and give them free health care, you're not forcing anybody to buy anything and now everybody has health care. And I think the Supreme Court's going to be like, huh? Uh, maybe right now they might just call it communism and like, I don't know, execute some people. I mean, things things have gotten pretty wild. Yeah, we can go into health care in another show, but it was they, they did provide, if, if you were someone who was teetering on like whether I'm allowed to buy health care or pay the rent or, you know, put food in the table, they you were more likely in position to get a pretty good subsidy. If you lived in California, at least, where we've, actually adopted the shit and, and employed the, the age. And I, I'm a, I was a beneficiary of it for many years as an independent contractor. I don't know, man. I think like if you break your foot and you walk into the hospital and they fix your foot and you walk out, you should like not even have to show your ID. It's just a hospital. I think it's that like would, a thing that I think it's like, a, yes. you know how you can sit on the park. Well, you can't really sit on the park bench uh, patrons. <laughs> if you, you caught the, the non podcast version of this show, you know what I was talking about, but the park bench is there. You don't got to pay to sit on it. And I feel like the hospital should be like, you walk in and your foot's fucking broken. They fix your foot and they like tell you to come back in a week. And then they talk to you and yes. they just never ask you for any fucking money. And it doesn't yes. matter because yes. you somehow are arrived at this hospital with a broken foot yes and that's how that's how the single payer system would work and i want like a ideal, no paperwork system no i want like a no paperwork like yeah, fully it can work that way you walk in it doesn't matter i don't care if you're someone's like someone's got to do the paperwork but yeah well no 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 you no no, no I'm, what i'm telling you is i don't I, maybe there's paperwork yeah but you don't have to do it i don't even know i don't want them to have a fucking file on me i, I want to be able to keep my own file if that's what i want but i don't Mm, yeah, no, I don't, that's not. That's probably not happening. Anyway, we're, we're I mean, like, you have to file all of your income every year with the the IRS. So you'd have to, if if it was a tax situation, if you're paying your tax dollars into a system to fund this universal health care, you'd have to give up some form some form of privacy to let them to disclose how you're utilizing the system and what you're putting in and what you're taking out, so that they can fully account for it. All right, so Coach Dave is talking about demons, and he's got a friend. Oh boy. Dave, so, do you remember you, when Dave Dobbenmeyer would have somebody on, but you'd barely be able to hear him in the background? Mm-hmm. Well, his either the same person because it was like hard to tell what they sound like, or a different person is now on his show, and they you can hear them too. Their disembodied spirits are labeled demons, and this okay, they were called evil spirits in the Book of Enoch. Evil spirits, the same thing. We call them demons. Coach Dave's friend. Uh, the Book of Enoch called them evil spirits because even even Enoch talks about the Lord mm-hmm. of spirits. You know, Indians. You know, it's funny. Indians always called God the the Great Spirit, didn't they? Right. Yes, they did. The Great Spirit. Well, he was considered oh, the Lord of spirits because he really is, and God is a spirit too. So you know, we we've we've changed the names of everything you know through our time, but you know, the truth of it is, is God is a spirit. He's not. You know, he's not, uh, you know, he doesn't look like me. He does look like me in the sense that I, I bear his image. But, but so the point is this. He said that those spirits, part of the curse was they were going to stay on the earth to continually bother man. Is he recording this on like a Etch-A-Sketch or something? Like what the fuck? <laughs> hey, you know, it's like really, in a tunnel on you know, the really messed the up. Okay, like if somebody called our show and on a landline, it would sound like that, right? But they wouldn't sit. Okay, they might be less dumb than us, or they might be less, I don't know, annoying than us, but we would sound better. And in this case, Dave Dobbenmeyer, who's the one recording it, sounds 
worse than the person who's calling him via a telephone. If you're not a born again believer, you have the potential to be influenced, oppressed, and even possessed by demons. But if you're a Christian, you don't. You simply Hold on, I'm going to start that again. If you're not a born again believer, you have the potential to be influenced, oppressed, and even possessed by demons. But if you're a Christian, you don't. You simply don't. Even a carnal Christian really can't be possessed by a demon. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling much better about things. I'll convert tomorrow, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm a lapsed Catholic, but you know, I'll take that to I mean, mean that I'm, I'm good. I've never been religious, so the demon's going to come for me first. And I'm like, I'd be like, well, well, hold on. What, what, what are your skills? Here's, like, <laughs> here's the thing I've always thought. I mean, if you don't believe in hell or heaven, what does it matter? Do you really think you're going either place? And, no. And then, you know, I think that's, I think this is a really bad attempt at conversion here because once you believe that you have demons in you, and that only the church can help you get rid of them, then then you're a believer. You know, what's really funny is that if we would go back to the upfront on this show, which uh, the live listeners heard, Scientology is selling you that same shit that you have communication problems and only they can. That's, that's the same old scam. We haven't even heard from Coach Dave yet. I can tell that this is Coach Dave because uh, his audio is bad and it's all yellow and green on the screen and there's no red. There's no bass in his voice. Here you go. And so what happens in the heavenly impacts what goes on in the natural because the, the forces of darkness and the forces of light impact the minds of men. Yeah. And if we don't, we don't understand that influence, both good and bad, if we don't understand what's going on around us, we will never under. We can't look at Barack Obama and just say, well, he's just dumb. No, right. he's demonically influenced. Hillary's <laughs> yeah. not just dumb. She's demonically influenced. She's demonically oh. protected. How else can we possibly explain how they are looking past everything she did if there weren't evil forces at work? Well, gee golly, maybe I'll take my Ouija board out. It'll be, um, let's see. Yeah, let's reopen the Benghazi thing. I think this is only going to be, what, the 14th consecutive investigation? I think you guys are missing the point is that um, the premise that they're working on, this sort of God and demon premise, it, it just doesn't seem like a likely way to explain the universe that we live in. And I, <laughs> Very true. I, uh, could you imagine trying to argue, like, Coach Dave, call the show. 415-903-PLEX. I mean, there's some things that work on the campaign trail, things you can say Coach about Coach Dave isn't running things. for office. But uh, that the the whole demon god routine it works on a very very small f fraction of the voter base. But then again, a very very small fraction of the voter base put us in this situation. So exactly, they can always depend on the people who listen to Coach Dave and believe that Hillary Clinton was a uh, a demon and it eats babies. All right, it's 24 minutes to red light, and we have like 10 stories, so we're going to do the lightning round. All do you right. guys want Jimmy Dorgo's full potato and an audience member at one of his live shows? Or? Or do you want um, Alex Jones seems rather upset with Joe Rogan? Or? Activist Mommy is going to have a day of mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Or Mark Taylor. It doesn't matter what he's going to talk about. Mark Taylor. <laughs> I, figured, yeah. I figured that's... 
All right, we got Mark Taylor. He's going to talk about Guantanamo Bay and witchcraft. Uh, you tweeted out on Wednesday, the 30th of January. It was an interesting story. Um, and you, when you read it on the surface, it don't mean a lot to a lot of folks, but it caught your eye and it caught my eye too. Yeah. But uh, there was a judge that um, was going to be over the Guantanamo Bay 9-11 hearings and his eyesight went bad and they had to cancel that hearing and you tweeted out something to the effect that this is the enemy's attack but it's right. prophetic ramifications mark is that the the vision of the judges have got to be clear right now because look right. everything we've talked about me and you for the last year everything a lot of folks are prophesying a lot of things that <laughs> people are saying it's coming down to clean justice and a pure justice system right. for america you, we've got to clean this corruption out because if we don't we're going to lose a lot more than just a few votes in an election. This justice system to me is about our country. This is the foundation of America and justice America. for all. I'm going to let you jump off the boat, buddy. Start talking about that, and we'll go from here. Good to see you today, man. Oh so this is God. not – that wasn't Mark Taylor. That was – what's this guy's – oh, I deleted the thing. It's uh, some guy that – he was on the sh same show last week, right? Yeah. Uh, is that his like – It's his friend. Yeah, it's his friend. This is like a story of friendship tonight. What what's this what's that about? Two people we've played before. He doesn't before. have friends. But two people we've played before who didn't seem to have a friend now have a friend. They podcast with people, but they're not in the same room. Are they finding each other? They're finding each other online. No, we need to stop this. They're consolidating. They're consolidating power or something. This is Mark Zuckerberg's master plan. So here's here's Mark Taylor responding to whatever the fuck we just listened to. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show again, Chris. Uh, you know, this this judge down at Guantanamo, uh, he, he was literally, I think he had a detached retina in his eye, and his eyesight started yeah. going dark during this trial. Now, this was a tribunal of the 9-11, uh, so I think it was six individuals down there. It was, uh, it was put out by the Miami Herald. So, I mean, you know, they had to take this guy and airlift him back to the United States because he had to have emergency surgery. Now, here's the prophetic of, of this part of this, the story, what the Lord's showing. This is a very high level attack coming against this judge. Uh, we, we've seen other attacks with other people uh, where they have had physical, literal physical damage done to their bodies because of a high level witchcraft attack. And that's what this is. <laughs> Ooh, is literal that, physical damage. Is that like a, a level 20 witchcraft attack? It's a, it's a high level one. I'm telling you, there's some judges out there who are like 92 years old and like their shit just starts breaking. It's not a high level energy attack. Is that what you were saying? I, I just remember the last time I had to drop some satirical physical damage on someone and man, they were fucking laughing their asses off. We try to do that. I mean, I don't know once in a while around here, right? Yeah. We'll have to retract all of it later, but anyway, in the meantime. Yeah. I think the, um, I think the quote was advanced witchcraft. All right, so here we go. Do you guys want uh, Rick Wiles uh, predicted that Democrats would disrupt the State of the Union so that Trump would declare martial law? Or do you want uh, a Mariani, Mariana Beach, Florida city council, city commissioner? Her name is Nancy Oakley, and she resigns for. Um, what does she do? She, uh, she Oh, she looked like men's faces. Oh, she had to resign. Do you want that? That one for sure. Yeah. It's like somebody else's local news, right? Yeah. All derp is local. Hold on, I have to find it. Listen to Down Ballot only on Echoplex Media. This is uh This is like a uh, Oh, there it is, Nancy Oakley. 
Here we go. And new this morning, a Madeira Beach City Commissioner just resigned after she was fined $5,000 for making unwanted sexual advances on a former co-worker. A state ethics investigation finds credible evidence that Nancy Oakley licked the faces of two men and groped one of them. She's also accused of cursing at one of their wives and trying to hit her at a city meeting. In her resignation, Oakley maintained her innocence and said she is pursuing an appeal. So this... <laughs> has never happened i have to say in san jose politics that i know although specifically although at one point a a labor leader did kick another labor leader in the balls um that's some good at a public shit. event yeah that's some good shit you know what that would have been on somebody's vine or no there's no vine there's, there's no like audio TikTok. unfortunately yeah but his wife is running for state senate right here would she come on any of our shows no no oh, man. we were just sitting about 10 yards from her if we had $50 million and could prop up a media organization that could disavow this media organization when they come on our show? Maybe. All right, cool. <laughs> I don't close the door on anything, Producer Dave. <laughs> so, I don't know. So we got, do you want David Duke? Do you want Jimmy Dore? Do you want Alex I don't want, Jones? I don't want, I don't want it. No, like in, in the context of like trying to do a show. Mm. Oh, because like Jimmy Dore. You want Jimmy Dore, dude? So I'm a little bit scared. You're not scared of David Duke? Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It only scares me because I know Jimmy. That's why. So, so anyway, don't. It doesn't even matter what the setup is. You can't fucking do it, you empty-headed knucklehead. Who the fuck is Chris Hedges? You're done. You fucking Chris Hedges is. You're done. You don't even know who it is. Well, okay, so that's Boo that guy. That guy is just through everything. He he just like he sounded like the um like a like someone having an argument with their significant other and then they just start pulling the significant other's family into the argument for no real reason. And and then all and, and then all of a sudden now um now it's a new level of offensive and mm. and personal and 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 there's a reason to continue the fight well on into the night. So Jimmy Dore has a rather large audience and uh the 2016 election did something to Jimmy Dore. When Bernie Sanders lost, Jimmy's Jimmy Dore's brain turned into a fucking potato. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. I don't know what happened to that dude. Like We've played clips of him on a panel where they talked about Pizzagate and he was like, oh, I don't know, maybe. And that's like a really weird thing to say about Pizzagate because that shit's like totally crazy and like turned into QAnon. Like, I don't know, man. And this lady was just in the audience and he was talking some shit and she was just stood up and was like, oh, that's not true. During our show, we would love that. Right. We'd be like, oh, what's up? What you got? You know, come up and come sit on the panel. What right. you got? Right. Because I don't want to, I don't want to ever like spout something out on this show, especially the podcast version, which you're still listening to, that isn't true. 
Yeah. If we were doing this live, we could have like an audience oh, reaction. Oh, we are doing button. this live and we do have the audience reaction. It's on the ceiling. Oh, well, I sort of meant like in, a, in, a, in an auditorium of some sort, right? We could have, oh, a, would, we could have a little button that, you know, you, people can flex and flash a light and <clears> say, hey, I think you're full of shit. And we'd be like, okay, seat 325, come on up here and fucking prove us. Well, no, well, we don't even need them to come up here. We could just take the claim. And I mean, there's a couple categories that could go in. Where, like one, it's my opinion. Like, I think this Man. would be better. And somebody's like, oh, cite your claim. And you're like, no, that's my opinion. Like, this is my show. It's my opinion. But if you said, oh, well, this is better than this, then you tell them why you think that. It's fantastic. It's a, it's a, I think the Discord could do that. If the Discord was complaining that we said something that, like, if we said something that was fucking totally untrue, Sammy would throw a fit in the Discord. Yeah, I think, th- I think that we would get called out by our, our posse here in this world. I was thinking more in, like, the town hall environment. So... Jimmy Dore is I don't I don't like Jimmy Dore. So do you guys want like out Al- I gotta do Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. I'm sorry. They're having a bit of a feud. Having to like respond to people that wanna know if I've seen what Alex Jones has said about me lately is one of the weirder things that I've I've dealt with. Because first of all, I've always had good dealings with Alex in person, person to person. But he's obviously in a world of shit right now. There's a lot going on with him with this Sandy Hook stuff. We're gonna come back. No, I'm in a world of victory. You understand? You understand, Joe? I don't just put put that as a good face. I'm in the fight with the dragon, boy. And so I told you, because you become their darling, that you're now the enemy. And I told you clear. I said, you don't need to have me on. Just stop sucking George Soros's dangling, or I'm coming after you. I told you. I mean, you couldn't write this stuff the way Joe does it. The way these devils think they're so smart, they have nothing. He literally says, I don't follow talking points. I follow media matters that's owned and run by George Soros. <laughs> oh, that he, was ominous. He's got tiger blood. He's, he's, he's winning. He's winning like Charlie Sheen. He's got Dude, I like to stay winning like Charlie Sheen in my own personal affairs. All the time, baby. All the time. So much winning. You've all been exposed as the dirty line shows that you are. I don't like you. I'm guilty I was ever nice to you. I knew you were bad news 20 years ago. I should have ignored that. Yeah, you're a charming guy. I want war, Joe. I want war. I don't want to be nice. I want to be cleansed of you. Comprende? Comprende. So I do want to compliment whoever Alex Jones's new new producer is, who he's certainly paying less money for than his last producer, because he was like, "Hey, dude, when you hit your hand on the table, it's like, Ba-dum. like it doesn't do that here." Yeah, I mean, I mean, whatever. I was, I was gonna tell you to stop doing that, but whatever. This is your show, too. No, no, I'm just testing the limits. This is, I'm testing like, my boundaries. This is like fully automated open source fucking audio communism here we we good i'm like livestock i'm just testing the boundaries as soon as i get electrocuted i'll turn around (laughs) well yeah but you're like a velociraptor you're 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 testing each part of the electric fence systematically absolutely and i'll find the the spot on the table where it doesn't make any noise in the system and i'll just start tapping that incessantly at some point we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds you guys want to do some liz croaken well, we're 12 minutes to, to red light, so let's do it. She, she wants to talk about like what they've been adding to your food. It's it's really bizarre. And uh, Liz Crokin, I would give you like a three-hour interview where I let you do most of the talking. 
I think people would listen to that. The Democrats, they look at abortion as a sacrifice to Moloch, so they're getting power from that. Number two, what they do with the fetuses, they it's a black market business. So what they do with the fetuses is they're selling them on the black market and they're selling the body parts on the black market. And we know the Satanists are into drinking blood. They're into adrenochrome. Um, they're all, they're into all <laughs> kinds of crazy stuff. And if you want to go further down the rabbit hole in terms of what they're doing, with these aborted fetuses <laughs> is they're putting some of them in our food supplies. Some of these aborted, aborted fetuses end up in Pepsi products. <laughs> So what oh they're also God. doing is they're trying to turn us unwillingly into cannibals. <laughs> okay. You're fucking, what a fucking, uh, fucking moron. Okay. Jeez. Okay. That's a, none of that is true. Uh, yeah. That's, that's like the, that the aborted baby part stuff that project Veritas was like, you know, maybe, maybe this You've is thought bullshit. about the breadboard baker. Like, I don't like to interrupt you. But I feel like you've thought about this way too much. Yeah. Like, this is Liz Crokin, and she's like, I'm going to go on my show. I'm going to say things that aren't true. And that's, like, really funny, the things that she just said, that, like, Pepsi products. Like, okay, so imagine, like, the logistics. The thing she's suggesting, right? So say that you're Planned Parenthood, and you have now formed a, a secret but very complicated and uh, very business-oriented partnership with the Pepsi products. And you're going to funnel the parts. Baby parts. Um, yeah, I guess there's mm -hmm. no, I was trying to. Baby parts, Dave. Baby parts. You're going to funnel baby parts to Pepsi mm -hmm. to put them in their product, but nobody mm -hmm. can ever know about it. No. You got to, first, well, first you have to grind it all down into a fine <laughs> no. powder. You have to freeze dry that powder, freeze dry it, <laughs> and, uh, and then ship it. To Pepsi, so they don't really know what it is necessarily. You just tell them it's it's a it's a it's ingredient herbal, for herbal enhancement, you know. Um, and yeah, ingredient for dimetrocapillopatinidide, you know, whatever one of those dipepatudidide. <laughs> you know, you read the ingredients on the soda. Have you ever read the ingredients, folks, on the back of your soda pop? It's scary. Don't some read of it. it is obviously coming from Planned Parenthood. <laughs> do not read it because I. I challenge you to name to figure out what all of those things are. Um, it's gross, but anyway, yeah. So they ship it like that, and so it's almost like plausible deniability. Really, the it, the the shortest the shortest length of the food chain uh, really needs to know that it's turning into food, right? It's just the people that are taking the fetus from the aborted or abortion room to the the grind up room. Yes, I'm hey, having this good wife. Good wife, come on. That was pretty funny. Come on. That's pretty funny. Five out of seven. Four point five out of seven. That's still a pretty good score. That's pretty funny. And they could probably be doing this out the back of a pizza joint, really. No, I'm just wondering, like, how that nah, doesn't even matter. Here's Liz Crokin again. She's going to talk about QAnon. She's she's getting increasingly frustrated with QAnon for some reason. I was sensing and hoping that the rest would happen around Christmas time at the end of last year and they didn't. So I was very <laughs> down and depressed about that, but they need to happen this year. And if they don't happen before 2020, president Trump's going to lose support. He promised that he would take Hillary Clinton down. He said that he would assign a special prosecutor to investigate her crimes. We haven't forgotten we want to see justice for real criminals. We know these people are torturing children. They're raping kids. They're ripping their body parts apart. They're selling their organs on the black market. 
I mean, they are doing the most horrific crimes against humanity on children. And it's unacceptable. And President Trump needs to make sure that his DOJ goes after the real criminals. And if he doesn't, which I know he will, I trust him and he's never <laughs> let us down, but they need to do it before 2020, because I believe if he doesn't, then he's going to lose support. All right. Hang on. When she started mentioning adrenochrome, <laughs> which stopped, is just like the, the modern much. version of blood libel to, to the QAnon crowd, mm. I knew that she would get around to the rest of the QAnon uh, myths eventually the sealed indictments hashtag release the memo oh so yeah check this out we've been covering liz crokin and that's all she's talking about and for the last like three weeks we've been covering liz crokin and she's been very upset that nobody's getting arrested except i feel like liz crokin has been looking in all the wrong places because many have been getting arrested oh and right yeah i well, wish not I, just arrested but convicted and uh, indicted and Here's how, here's how Liz, Liz Crokin could be Liz Crokin could twist all this up tomorrow, right? And say that, you know what, Q's been trying to expose Trump and now I'm part of the Mick resistance. And Liz Crokin, I'm guaranteeing you somebody named Krakenstein or Krasenstein or whatever on fucking Twitter would be like retweeting her. She could hella clickbait the left right now. I'm talking to you, Liz Crokin. You could turn on you could turn and say that Q has been exposing Trump the whole time and you could get a massive following of dupes that are in the largest tent that I'm in. I'm just telling you, Liz Crokin, you could make a big following by turning on Trump. In fact, all the QAnon people, they could move to the left. Those Well, those folks ended up being the darlings, right? The ones that were so... You know, so supportive, and when they once they turn, they're the ones that are they get TV gigs. They're like, oh yeah, come on, come on our show. You're, you're you know, our token, you're our token former Trump supporter. Oh, you know what? That's anytime you want, come on the show. Here's a couple hundred thousand dollars. Write we, a book. We've engaged in that in the last couple months. We did that with Peter Ferris, who had flipped from the conspiracy movement, mm -hmm. but also we thought he was the only Kemi uh, person who was funny. To be fair, like, and he's a troll, like. Even if he's trolling us right now, it was still good content. Oh, yeah, as long as it's good content, it really doesn't matter, right? We got mo one more clip of Liz croaking, and we're five minutes to red light. Ooh. Bitch, make me famous. And honestly, people will start taking to the streets. I, I mean, I'm ready now to physically go to John Podesta's house and <laughs> drag him out of his house. Well, I'm all for citizen arrests at oh, this point. No. I, and so am I. And and that's oh, why, crazy. you know, people are, it's, it's, it's just, this is dragged on for too long. We need to start seeing arrests of the real criminals. And I just pray to God oh, that they happen crazy. really soon, because if they don't, I think that so much is coming out about the sex trafficking, what they do to kids. We are going to start seeing vigilante justice and that that could get really dangerous and that could cause yeah. a civil war in this country. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and I know that there are people in the movement who have been very pro Q who have pro taken Q. a step back mm -hmm. because they there are. Oh, they're very frustrated with how slowly everything's moved and they're very frustrated that the, there's been zero arrests. So I just, people are getting really fed up and starting to doubt Q. And so I just pray that Q throws us just one, just throw us one arrest, you know? So we know that we're moving in the right direction here. Okay. Q, 
they're they're already preparing people for the next thing, which is Q isn't doing anything, and it's up to the citizens to make arrests. Mm-hmm. Just like Madison oh. Star Moon, just like Madison Star Moon stopped the pesticide truck. Remember that one? Oh, citizens no. arrest. How can we ever forget? Oh, she didn't stop the fucking thing. She just stood there while she got sprayed with the. But she, pesticide. but she was shouting, "I'm making a citizens arrest. I you have to show me your material safety data sheets." You know what? If oh man. And so people across the country are being primed to be their own Madison Star Moon and stand up and, well, you know, assault their mailman. Well, didn't this, <laughs> didn't this happen already? I mean, didn't that what Pizzagate was all about in the first place? I mean, it's, well, just, right, it's, but, um, it's, right, it's an extension of every, that. Now it's, well, now it's like the the retaliation now against, it's it's the it's coming full circle, right? Over Bruce. Right, it's now, like this, this is two people eating their no, own. Stochastic no, no, the, terrorism. The thing has never gone full circle. It's, and breadboard baker may be bringing us into something you know earlier in the upfront we covered the guy that like killed the people because he was he thought that they were like giving a child uh psychiatric drugs and that's the mentality it doesn't matter what the thing is that you believe in if the thing in, that you believe in is that strong then i don't know like then like this all the things are bad there are no good things Right. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Plex. Um, I've had a lot to drink. Does somebody else want to like list off the things that we have or talk about like what people should do at the end of the show or. Yeah. I, you know, I don't mind doing that. Uh, I mean, red light's still happening. Don't get me wrong. Red light's going to be lit. Yeah. We got a couple more minutes left. So um, yeah, I, I, we do this every single Sunday night. You should listen live, honestly, starting at 7 yes, o'clock. Yes, yes. Join, join the chat. Uh, thanks, everybody, in the chat room, by the way. Absolutely. So if you want to join the chat, that's discord.me slash echoplex. Discord.me slash echoplex. So join the chat. Uh, get in on the fun during the show. If you don't know what Discord is, trust us. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I downloaded it. It's fantastic. It's got a little funny like a game controller in the little app icon you should you'll love it it's purple uh we even do our back of house in discord we do and it's it's very exciting so and you're not invited to that you're not at all invited to that but um we do lots of planning we don't this show doesn't just happen on its own poof um so uh please go to patreon.com slash echoplex and show us a little support give us a dollar give us five dollars give us ten dollars a month whatever you can spare um we're really looking to to take this to the next level and we can only do that with your support so keep our show sounding good (laughs) Make Echoplex great again. <laughs> and uh, check us out at echoplexmedia.com <laughs> slash live for all of our shows. And uh, especially down ballot, uh, check out episode nine, which is out right now featuring a guest spot from The Reporter. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in Red Light. Mm, I haven't picked a song yet. If you don't know what Red Light is, you're obviously not a Patreon. So check this out. Like, I'm going to extend this a minute or two. This was like one of the less uplifting, least funny dockets we've had in a while. And I want to thank all of you for joining me for this. It was, it was horrible. I mean, when you pack in Mark Taylor, Liz Crokin. No, it was the beginning of the docket that was horrible. Mm. It was, it was, it was Candace Owens at the beginning. It was. Oh, yes. Right. That's because you, uh, you you know what? You front loaded with the unpunched Nazis. I mean, I, what else was I going to do? Like, otherwise, we'd just all be yelling into the mics, blowing our channels out. That the listener would have been pissed. And now the good, ju- juicy stuff is saved for our Thursday night release. 
Nah, I mean, like we have Rick Wiles left over. We're pro- mm. Oh no, we don't have too much left. We got through most. Of it. I mean, we got through most of it. Hooray! Good job, guys. I really want some bacon. I don't have any songs about bacon. Can we pick a song? Because I have to pee. Uh, can we hear some food metal? Oh, dude, yeah. Which one do you want? Uh, fries. The song's really good. I wish you would have picked a longer one, but I'll be okay. I can pee. <laughs> <laughs>